It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. As the Nationals are struck away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert mirage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Deal. Oh, great crossover. Got it. That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh, handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans, covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the DC Crossover. I'm Ben Simpson. That is Mike Cerrone, and we are glad to be back. It is a day later than usual. I know we usually drop our episodes on Monday evenings. Uh, but we're busy, busy gentlemen. Uh, I've also been sick. I had, I got the, uh, the big COVID. I got the vid. It, uh, it, it hit our household pretty hard because you get it through. My daughter goes to daycare, so she got it first. Then it went to my wife Abby, and then that, then it hit me on Thursday last week, and not fun. I mean, it lived up to the hype. I, I, I made it through two years without getting it, and then it, I finally got it, and. Uh, yeah, it was it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was sucky. It was not fun. Uh, but we are back in action here today, and uh, as we continue our the off season episodes, we do remind you check out the social media accounts at the DC Crossover and at Cerrone sixteen, both on Twitter and follow the TikTok at DC Crossover Podcast is the talk. Uh, and then also check out the other podcast, Bird's Eye View with Erica McCall. Uh, episodes drop every Wednesday morning. We're in season two of that. I believe we're on episode four coming this week. Last week was the episode with uh, her agent, Mike Count. That was awesome. This week uh, we got uh, Sierra Burke. Uh, it, might, it might even just be Sierra Burke. It's Burke or Burkhart. You'll <laughs> see it for yourselves. Again, I'm fighting off covid right now so my brain's not fully there <laughs> check out bird's eye view for sure uh and hey if you you know if you want to download the contender app uh waste of a download uh <laughs> as i welcome in my partner mike and uh yeah so i did i did get i did get the vid um and you you've gotten it you got it once right no, no, no. Oh, man, I could have sworn I'm you have gotten it. Oh, that's ridiculous. I, I feel like a pest control guy that literally has like a shield and is just fighting off COVID everywhere because obviously in my job, there's COVID Every, surrounding yeah, everybody. It's a Petri dish. It, 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 in my school, uh, they have literally probably, I think over the last two months, they probably had 40 cases. Right, right. Your, your boy. Money, money, immune system. That's unbelievable. My girl, my girlfriend was with her the night before, obviously, uh, and she got COVID the next day. Money, negative, ne- negativo for your boy. That over is here. every single time. Unbelievable. Feel, feeling great, feeling great. Wow, because like I, I've avo- I avoided it for a long time. 
and uh and i thought i was in the clear and then that's the thing though being around kids kids will yep. kids will do it i mean that's what happens oh, yeah. kids get it and it's i feel like it's going around everywhere and you know we're not gonna talk too much about it because everyone's been talking about covid for two years so it's not like it's uh <laughs> that interesting but still uh i right. am uh hopefully on the mend here i'm back in action and it's we got we got a lot going on in this episode we are going to do our first draft of the off season we're going to be hitting up the disney pixar draft and we'll clarify what that means when it gets to draft time um but besides that mike i did want to before we get into our rewind and stuff and because it's a little more casual show we kind of talk about whatever i did want to see if you've seen a little bit about the recent golf news uh with dustin johnson kevin nah um you had uh you know graham mcdowell McDowell, yep yeah you got a lot of basically and I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna go right off what you're saying here. Yeah, I yeah, already yeah. know exactly what you're leading into. So the live tour, the L I V tour or whatever they want to call it. Now I'm not, you know, so, you know, I don't know, perplexed in all these different words you want to say about this tour. Now I don't really care about it to be sure. honest with you. Yeah. I mean, and we're not going to get it, into like the politics side of it yeah, on this yeah. show because yeah, Mike and I aren't the guys to do that. But, it, but <laughs> as far as from a purely sports level, I think yeah. it's pretty interesting about you know with these names that are leaving. Right, right. It's 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 kind of crazy how I think Phil came out yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and he was saying that he is making the move, making the change. which is what we all figured. I mean, I read right. his uh, read the book about him that where the quotes got pulled before the book came out and 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 shown around to everybody where Phil was kind of basically telling everybody, hey, I don't like the PGA Tour anymore. I'm going to go to this other tour, you know? Right, right. Yeah, and and that's the biggest thing is you're looking at this tour, and they're trying to compete. I I had a friend ask, what is this whole entire tour about? Like, I have no idea what it's about. I don't watch golf. What is it about? And I compared it kind of to the XFL, uh, but but funded by a lot lot more money. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's why you look at a guy like Dustin Johnson – Dustin Johnson is probably the biggest name currently uh, on that roster. Obviously, I don't know if Phil is playing in the first event or not um, uh, as of right now. But at the same time, you're looking at it, and Dustin Johnson has got the most waves for joining and resigning from the PGA Tour. And and people have to look at it this way. Kevin Na. Okay, he'll go out there. He's a pretty good. He's, I mean, I, I say pretty good golfer, like I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> but no, he's a pretty good golfer on the tour for the most part. He's getting up there in age, and he's going to compete for the early tournaments in the season when the field's not as strong and different things like that. He, he I would say, he is a B list golfer. Yeah, I'd like agree with people that. know I'd it. People know his name. He's a good golfer, but he ain't Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I fully agree. He's not. He's not Jordan Spieth when Jordan Spieth is on his game. He's not just he's not he's not DJ. He's not he's not when exactly when, yeah yeah. But the thing about DJ is everyone's like, man, why are you going over there? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? DJ is literally like 36, 37 years yeah. old or something like that. He's getting up there in age. He, he's made yes, like he with, ninety million dollars or whatever for playing on right. the tour already. Like he's yeah yeah. I, he's been on the tour for fourteen right, years. Right. 14 years about. I thought I saw some today. Maybe he's on it for 12, but I, I saw it. He joined the PGA Tour. Is he the one tour. with the smoke show wife? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paulina Gretzky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it is. Yeah. So the biggest thing is he is not going to be competing in majors every single year like he usually does because you see guys like JT. You see guys still Jordan Spieth after his, his lull for a few years. Rory's still pretty much in his prime for the most part. But you're also seeing other guys like Will Zalatoris is now coming. That guy is like 12 years old. I mean, you're you're seeing a lot of other guys on the PGA Tour yeah. that are going to be competing for majors. Majors make the most money. Majors have the biggest purses. Also, the FedEx Cup, if you win it, you win $10 million. The Saudi Tour is giving him $150 or not $150, $150 million yeah, to go over there. And they're they're playing like what like I don't know six events or yeah, something like that. It's, it's not. It's it's not to yeah. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go. No, not to mention it's literally a different format. You're playing three days. They have team events. They're doing like it's kind of like a uh, like you ever seen the Premier uh, League Wiffle like the Premier Wiffle Ball League yes. on TikTok and social media and stuff like that. It's that. 
it's basically the exact same as that compared to Major League Baseball. Sure. Major League sure. Baseball, the, the peons are on the buses and, in, in, you know, in double A and stuff like that. Premier League Wiffle has their own formats, their own this, their own that, and they're all doing their own thing. Now, obviously, the money's different situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're looking at it. Graham McDowell, major winner. Uh, Kevin Na, tournament winner. Um, I think uh, there's one other uh, major winner I'm, I'm looking at. I think uh, Charles Schwartzel, he's in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's other major winners in there, but all these guys are past the prime. DJ, right. the biggest name, obviously, in there. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. The difference is, is that He's he's not gonna be, uh, you know, competing every single year because he's getting older, and you know he he has those lulls too with his putter and stuff like that. So you're looking at it and saying he can still hit the hell out of the ball and whatnot, but if his putter's not working for six months, all of a sudden he's a year older, and all these other guys are hitting the ball ten yards farther. Yeah. So it's just it's just a little bit different. I think that you know bias aside of whatever you want to say about each tour. He's making a ton of money, and for what three years, four years, however long he plays in this tour, he's gonna be making probably two hundred million dollars, which he can't do on the PGA. It's tour. as if with the XFL comparison, it's as if the XFL came in and said, you know, Carson Wentz, I'm gonna give you a fat <laughs> like you know hundred and fifty million dollar contract to come play in the XFL instead of the NFL. Uh, you know, and right, right. and uh, my only thing, and and then we'll move on. My only thing is, I wonder what this will do to something like the champions tour if 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 this saudi league is able to draw guys that could that are kind of at the end of their you know run at the pga and would probably be transitioning to the champions tour if they just go overseas maybe make a little more money than they would on the champions tour but still have the bigger names you know in the scene i I don't know i don't know i don't know Uh, obviously it's not affected right now but it it just would be interesting to watch down the line what that could do when guys are weighing their options as far as possibly you know going into the champions tour instead right right and then the champions tour the only difference uh for the champions tour is that you have to be 50 right right, and yes you have guys like phil mickelson who can go out there and probably beat graham mcdowell i mean phil mickelson it's not like his short game has just disappeared yeah yeah uh and he's still hitting bombs and he's literally tailor-made to be a old-time golfer because his his short game is (laughs) the best you know and that's right yeah, but like you're seeing, like you're saying, kind of like guys like uh, you know Charles Schwartzel who's getting up yeah. there. Like, like I said, major winners, tournament winners, these guys who have won before on the PGA Tour who are getting up there in age, could that sway them and basically, you know, almost dissipate the entire Champions Tour? Maybe yeah. the Champions Tour lowers their age to you know 45. I mean, I mean, obviously that probably won't happen, but because you're seeing Phil go out there win the PGA Championship at 50. Uh, I, I just think that when you're looking at it, it's a different situation when it comes down to is this league going to survive? Because yeah. right now they don't have any TV deals. You have to watch them on I don't know YouTube or yeah, something I don't know how. Random. I mean, no one's going to watch knows? them. No one. I mean, I guess the most diehard golf fans are going to figure out how to stream it, but uh, or, or I mean, the Saudis have the money; they could go you know hire a third party firm to put it all together for them. I'm sure, yeah. but yeah, a lot of question marks in the air. But it's interesting just because this news broke within the last few days about all these various golfers leaving. So uh, wanted to get the the high school golf champion. <laughs> Uh, I want you to win the coach of the year this ne- upcoming year, Mike. That's that's my goal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to do that. I mean, d- two-time district state champs in a row now. I, if I go in there and we win, the yeah, district, the expectations like, are pretty darn high. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, you don't want to oh, go yeah. into. You want low expectations. You want to take take the rebuild. That's what you want to be yeah. involved with. Uh, exactly. <laughs> let's hit up the rewind machine. Chance to look back at the previous week in DC sports, and I'll tell you, not much to talk about because the only team that really played a game this week is the Washington Nationals. So I'll run through this real quick. 21 and 35 on the year, uh, fifth place in the NL East. Monday, losing to the Mets, 13 to five. Fetty gives up six earned runs in an inning and a third. That's all he lasts. Uh, Cesar Hernandez goes three for five with an RBI. Tuesday, lost to the Mets, 10 nothing. That's fun. Nets score 10. Uh, Mets tor- score 10 runs on 17 hits. Nets score zero runs on seven hits. Corbin gives up seven earned runs in four and a third. Wednesday, it continues. Uh, shutout for the second game in a row, lo- losing 5 nothing in this one. Um, oh, sorry. I was getting a call, so it stopped the music. And we are back in action. <laughs> Hold on. This is live radio here. This is what happens. 
Uh, rewind music, and there we go, everybody. Uh, Wednesday, losing the Mets 5-0. Shout out second game in the row, as I said. Uh, then we start the Red Series. Did not start off great. 8-1 to one loss. Uh, Yolanda Doan gives up three runs and five and a third. Josh Bell did homer in this one. Uh, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all wins for the Nats, 8-5, 10-8, and 5-4. Uh, the fun one was Friday. Lane Thomas hits three bombs in one game. That came out of nowhere. And then Josiah Gray threw a gem. Six innings, one earned runs, nine Ks. Uh, now it is the Reds, who are terrible. Saturday, Soto hits two bombs. I did watch this one. The Nats break a 7-7 tie in the ninth. And then Sunday, beating the Reds 5-4. Corbin allows uh, three earned runs over six innings and the crazy one with this one was Cabert Ruiz picked off a runner at first base to end the game. It was a walk-off pickoff. You don't see that very often. Uh, not much else to say. I mean, DC United get enjoying their long break here. Their next game will be June 18th against the Chicago Fire. And then the commander's news was just that Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, did retire, um, announced his retirement, which I feel like we all kind of figured that was coming. I don't think it was like a big surprise, uh, but, you know. What what could have been in D.C., you know? It could have been the, the Fitzpatrick right. era. We got, what, a game, half a game, a game and a half, whatever it was. I mean, we didn't get much of Ryan Fitzpatrick, did we? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole entire thing is I thought it was kind of funny how we had all this hype for, like, five weeks, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, Fitzpatrick is retired, you know, and, and they had a picture of him, I think, on ESPN in the, in the, in the WFT uniform. Right. It's like... Like, throw a, throw a picture of him playing. He only played a, a quarter for us, so it's not like... Yeah, like, that's all it was, was a quarter. Here. I mean, it's crazy <laughs> to think about that. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, you know, when we're, we're as we are doing the off season, because uh, I don't really want... There's not really much to talk about with Juan Soto. I mean, uh, as far as Nats talk, I mean, there just always tends to be Juan Soto trade talks. We don't really have to get into it much. I think let's get into the, the more fun part of the program today is of course if you've been listening for a while now it's our drafts and we have another one in store for you today for the off season and today's draft category you can see by the description of the episode the disney pixar drafts animated only movies and the reason why it's disney pixar is because obviously pixar has a lot of great movies as well they are owned by disney so it's disney slash pixar and we are doing animated movies only. So you're not going to get your uh, Mr. 3000. Remember that one <laughs> with Bernie yeah. Mac, right? Yeah, uh, you're not Mac. getting your Princess Diaries and some of these other ones, the Pirates of the Caribbean, all that. You're not getting the live action. That's going to be another time. Instead, we're going animated movies only. And uh, they can be a... Funny thing is, by the yeah. way, I, I, was, I was thinking when I was going through the list... Uh, earlier today, I, I actually was looking at all the live action ones with real people, and I was like, "Man, that's gonna be on my list. That's gonna be on my list." And all of a sudden, I was like, "Man, I think I've made a list of like fifteen already." It's like you know, there's some oh, movies yeah. in the world today that people don't understand. Like this is a Disney production, right? Like, right. This is this is not you know Warner Brothers or or. Uh, whatever the other ones are, I don't even know. Uh, you know, uh, but it's it's kind of crazy how how many hits Disney has done in live action that aren't like you know they're the kings, uh, man. They're the kings. You know, they, regular, they ones. do everything. They do everything. I mean, it's crazy. The kings. They are the they are the kings of the game. But we are Love sticking Walt. with animated. There you go, like Walt. <laughs> uh, we're sticking with animated movies today. Uh, the only stip. Well, I guess it doesn't even matter. I was gonna say the only stipulation was. No Disney original movies, but those are live action, so we're not not doing those. But that would be a, a good good names to throw in there too, maybe someday. Um, so this will be the Disney Pixar draft. If you've heard our drafts before, the way it works is you pick our starting five. We'll go back and forth, taking turns drafting our starting five, and then uh, we will put up the graphic on the Twitter. Again, that's at the DC crossover on Twitter. I'll put the graphic up and. You vote for the team you enjoy and like the best between Mike and I. We've done at this point. We've done. We've drafted Thanksgiving dinners. We've drafted like <laughs> didn't we do like a summertime like 
barbecue yeah, or something because yeah, yeah. it was like we did we did summertime foods summertime foods was a great one we did uh best dc sports names uh we've done fictional backyard athletes baseball. Backyard, backyard baseball baseball was the one that started it all i feel like from the yeah. draft side uh, a lot of hits a lot of great episodes and uh, I'm, I'm excited for this one going into the off season it's the off, it's season. The off season going into the draft mike um so you mentioned you were you know you're doing doing the research doing the legwork are there a few movies, and obviously don't say them, are there a few movies that are kind of like, I got to get these. Like, these are my these are my favorites. I got to get these. There are, I would say, out of probably my top, at, le- at least my top two, I have to get one, which I, I mean, I will. Yeah, if, we yeah. do a, if we're doing it snake, snake style. Well, I get to pick five, uh, and then you get to pick five. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get stuck with uh, the rescuers <laughs> or something. Um, but, uh yeah, uh, that's that's the thing. It's I think out of I would say my top three, I'm hoping to get two of them. Right. Uh, but at the same time, and I'm not going to disclose my top no, three. No, no. That's only that's only for you know off air situations. So if you want me to talk to you about that at at Cerrone sixteen on 16. Twitter, hit him up. Uh, on and if you have my phone number, don't text. don't text him. Don't uh, text him. Ever. So but here's the thing: <laughs> the key is you got to have a balanced starting five here. You yes. that's that's the key with these drafts because look, I'm sure Mike and I. We can go back and forth and get our like top one, two, and those will be solid. The real intrigue with the draft is always who do you get in the four and five spots? That's yeah. what will make or break a draft, as Mike and I have discovered over the years doing these drafts. There, that is that is really where it is because it's one thing to have the number one pick. That anybody can draft a number one. Anybody can go get John Wall, but where can you find Oli Petrov or whatever that guy's name that was the. Uh, the Wizards pick from back in the day. Remember that guy Petrov? He was uh, yeah. he was god yep. goddamn awful. Um, so you know what? You know what's a good one? That we should do as well as Disney animated character start basketball. Oh, no, that's interesting. Yeah, almost like a almost like a Space Jam ask where you're like, yeah, you're making your your animated basketball team. Okay, that's, that's right. A, bank that. Bank that in the in I, mind. Yeah, yeah, put it put put it in the dock. All right. Yeah, <laughs> put it in the dock everybody. So, all right, I'm going to go pull up a fictional uh well, I guess there's only two of us, so I was going to say a fictional die. Um, but I'll just I'll do the finger bit. So, <laughs> I am officially holding a f- uh well, I almost said a finger. That would have given it away. Let me let me redo that and let me mix it up down underneath here. And all right, I am. I'm holding one or two fingers beneath the table. Two, it is one. It is one. So <laughs> and I didn't. I don't cheat. I'm a man of honor here. So I will have the number one man, pick. Man of honor. I will have the number one pick here today. And I am on the clock. And I, you know, this this is this is the one one. There's there's no argument in my eyes for what should be number one here. I guess there could be some argument. I could be dissuaded. Okay. But I got one that I had circled. Uh, on my draft board, I've got a separate doc for my draft board. It's right there at the top. It is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It is, of course, Toy Story. Toy Story oh. is my number one. Uh, nice. I, I, I just think that, of course, coming out in 1995, it was actually the first Pixar film uh, when they by, by that studio. It was the one that kind of started everything off. And what a movie... To do that, you know, I, I feel like it's an absolute classic. You've got obviously some tremendous names in there: Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Don Rickles. You know, you've got—I uh, mean, just iconic characters: Woody, Buzz. I mean, the toys. It, I mean, it, it's as far as like the products you could buy from the movie and things like that. Right. I had the—I had the Slinky Dog. I had uh, Mr. Potato. Mr. Head. Potato Head for sure. I had Rex as well. Um, I had Woody, of course, Woody and Buzz. I was Buzz for Halloween uh, one year. Um, I feel like I have the the picture at the ready to show you. Um, But, uh, yeah, while I search for that, Mike, I feel like there's just no, uh, in my eyes, this is is a true number one, worthy of a number one pick. So my top overall movie was not Toy Story, but that was one of my top three. So, ooh, oh, I've seen that picture. There's before. Buzz with the. I had the wings. Look at those wings. It was one of those ones where actually the wings would fold in, and you could press the chest piece, and they would, boom, they would fly out. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Got a lot of ladies back then. You know? Oh, oh man, yeah, jeez, all right. Uh, yeah, but I think that, I think honestly, Toy Story, um, 
I mean, it's a so great. This was movie. not on your top, like this would if you had the number one pick, you were not going to- Toy Story. Then. No. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, that's the thing, though, is the best Toy Story I think gimmick is I saw it. Maybe it was probably a couple of years ago, and a friend of mine saw it uh, a couple of days ago, and it's where Buzz is stuck on someone's like bumper, yeah, and then Woody's just sitting there like dangling. Uh, <laughs> and you, all of a sudden, like you're just driving down Route 28, and all of a sudden you look over and there's like a you know a, 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 a Kia Sedona that's sitting there with Buzz and Woody on the back. You're, I just, I, I just, I honestly, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna incriminate myself. I took out my phone and I started recording. Yeah, <laughs> and it's on my Snapchat somewhere. I gotta find it's, it. Um, it's iconic. It was man. great. There's so many great moments in that, and there's like subtle jokes that you missed as a kid. That like yep. as an adult, you're like, oh my god, that's like hilarious. I, I can't believe I'm, you know, I didn't know, I didn't even notice that, you know, that sort of stuff. What was Don Rickles? What, what character was he? Uh, he was, I would assume, um, he played uh, either maybe the pig or Ham. No, he wasn't Ham. Um, I I feel like I should know this. Um, I'm trying to think of his trying to think of his voice because Rex Rex was uh, a famous comedian, if I'm not mistaken. Don Rickles in Toy Story was Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, that's who it was. Okay. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, this. I mean, then again, this was 1995, so that's a long time. Yeah, ago. yeah. A lot of. I mean, a lot of the <laughs> actors and stuff are are, are people. It was with, four. Yeah, yeah. We, it's not. I mean, obviously, but then having the iconic. I mean, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen in this was uh, as yeah. the two stars. Pretty, pretty unbelievable. I mean, obviously, both of them having uh, tremendous careers. Uh, so yeah, and the film holds a 100 percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, wow. And it can't go wrong with it. Yeah. So I, I think uh, while I do agree, there are others that I, I wouldn't be surprised if you pick next. Um, I will say Toy Story is definitely my my one one. OK. All right. So we talked about Toy Story enough. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we got to go a little faster, I think. Uh, I haven't seen the, the time clock here. We should have a little have a little clock on the side that has like a countdown for when you have to make your pick. Yeah, true. Um, true. That's we don't we don't get paid enough from the contender. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> All right, here we go. So my number one pick, the pick is oh, in. Oh, oops, wrong one. There we go. Oh. <laughs> little guitar wow. for you. <laughs> wow, a good lead up to it. Second pick in the draft. So here. second pick in the draft. This movie originated in 1992. Okay. My favorite Disney movie of all time that's animated. Right. Not favorite of all time that's live action. Aladdin, 1992. Wow. The story of a poor boy in some country uh, out in the mid- Middle East or something like that. This is a great he, description he, of this movie. He, <laughs> some and guy he, in the Middle East. <laughs> he steals some bread, and he's, his friend's a monkey. Abu, right? Uh, was the monkey? Yeah. yeah. You didn't, how, what are you questioning? I mean, it's been a that? long time yeah. since I've seen it. I mean, 1992, that's when I was born. Um, yeah. But yeah. So a la- but it's like he steals bread, a princess comes around right. and all he wants to be he, he and I mean Robin Williams, you can't go wrong right. Robin Williams. Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, yeah, Gilbert Gottfried and then there, I mean there's honestly when you're looking at it there's I, I don't really know any of the actors unless I look it up except for Robin no, Williams. No, there's not that Gilbert many Godfrey. ones that like we would know. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is that movie, the storyline and the, the soundtrack was great for 1992. Yeah, the genie, and, yeah, the genie by Robin. Robin Williams' performance as a genie is probably one of the best animated characters, and especially like you know voices of the characters and that sort of thing in, in any sort of animated movie ever. So yeah, I, I'm right. definitely down with that. It, it, it's just when you're looking at Aladdin, I just think the storyline, it being back when I, I mean, I was one when this movie came out in 1992, but it's, I mean, literally it stand the test of time all the way through now that I'm 30 and stuff like that. I just think that the storyline, the graphics were, were, were not terrible for a Disney movie. Sure. Just, just opening up that stupid plastic square that had the VHS in there and popping it in and you're good. Now, Apparently nowadays some kids are softer and they don't like seeing the the lion uh, or the tiger I should say that not not Raja the tiger that comes out of the sand 
Uh, oh, you know, right. Some kids get freaked out by that when I mean, he's like, it is a little scary, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> eh, come on now. Grow up a little bit. It's, it's, a, it's a Disney movie from 1992. Right. right. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you got talking Stuart Little, you know, over right. there. You know, that doesn't he's scare you. That scares the, the crap out of me. You know, what's scary <laughs> is when Will Smith played the genie in the updated version of it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the Aladdin at the yes. original. <laughs> Not that one. Absolutely. Um, uh, but number one overall for me is Aladdin. No, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. Um, I do think you could get, you could have gotten this later. I, it wasn't Aladdin was not really on my list, my short list. Um, but right. I do think it is a good movie. A couple fun facts about Aladdin: uh, Ooh, Robin Williams improvised so much in the recording that they had sixteen right. extra hours of material just from his improvisations. Also, one other Robin Williams thing here: he ad libbed so many of his lines. So when they submitted for like best screenplay and things like that, they they got the script rejected because they're like. He didn't say any of the words that were on the script because the guy <laughs> would improv so much. So uh, definitely, hey. definitely a classic movie for sure. Uh, He's got. I mean, that's that's how he does, and that's how a lot of the people uh, in Hollywood that are really good at ad libbing. I think Bradley Cooper's done it a bunch oh, yeah. as Rocket Raccoon, for maybe sure. sometimes and stuff like that. I think that that's the best part about being a voice actor. Sometimes is that you can just go off and do whatever you want. Um, and there's one other live action that I'm thinking of that I forgot exactly who it was off the top of my head. I, I feel like it, it's uh, maybe between two ferns when oh, uh, when yeah. Zach Zach Galifianakis. I think he does a lot of that stuff off the cuff, oh, yeah. so no one is really ready for it. No, it's it's it's, um, a, it's a solid pick. I I, I like it there. Um, for my th- for my second pick and the third overall, I already know where I'm going with this. Hey, one. we're hey we're doing we're doing snake draft. No, I didn't. We abandoned the snake draft, didn't we? Oh, we abandoned it. Okay. Yeah, no, no, you're right. We used to do like the very first time we did snake. Then we were like, why are we doing snake? We should just be going right. back and forth because then like okay. one person getting two picks in a row. Uh, true, the, the, true. the fans can fact check me on that. I got excited sure. there for a second. I got excited. Oh, there for I, a second. I, I, okay. I apologize. Uh, so <laughs> my second pick uh, and the third overall is the 2003 Pixar film Finding Nemo. Finding Man. Nemo is my pick there. Uh, I think it is another one of those that's like so iconic. I've seen it. You got to have seen the movie like 15 times at this point. Uh, Albert Brooks, Ellen DeGeneres, Willem Dafoe, Jeffrey Rush, uh, you know, just some some classic names there. Of course, Ellen is Dory. Everybody was doing Dory impressions and and laughing about Dory when it first came out. Um, Yep, yep. The uh, second highest grossing film of 2003 and was the highest grossing animated film at the time of its release. Nominated for three Academy Awards and including winning one for best animated feature, which was it was the first Pixar film to win uh, uh, a Oscar for best animated feature. Uh, And I feel like this also Finding Nemo came around when like DVDs were just starting to be like a bigger and bigger thing, I think. And I just remember, I mean, you had to have Finding Nemo on DVD. You watched it a billion times in a row. Classic moments in that one as well. Uh, I, 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 it's, 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 it's a great movie for sure. Not a bad choice at all. Obviously, you got uh, some some decent characters in there when it comes to the voice actors. Uh, but it's, uh, the whole point is, I love storylines, and I think storylines make a huge deal. Uh, when it comes to a great movie. Now, obviously, there are some exceptions when it comes to animated movies, but Finding Nemo, obviously, I mean, it's in the title. Find You got to find yeah, Nemo. Yeah, he's on the adventure. So that, you got to find his son, man. Yeah. So, yeah, the little, little, little fin. Great moment when, um, like, Nemo or the turtle <laughs> or somebody's talking to Nemo towards the end and he's telling him all the stories he heard about what Marlin's doing to try to find him and stuff. And he's, he fought a shark and he did this and all this sort of stuff. And Nemo's, like, getting all hyped for his dad because he's like, that can't be my dad. My dad's a scaredy cat. It's like, no, no, dude. <laughs> Your dad did all this crazy stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a classic. It's a classic. Classic, classic. All righty. So, I'm a little torn okay. between some picks that I have um, that are a good amount of years apart, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with That's this. The thing one. with I got this draft pick. is you have the ability to like go get some OGs, but then there's also some fantastic like in the mid 2000s animated movies too. So, all right, yeah. here we go. Pick is in. The pick is in. The pick has a movie that has originated. In 2001, okay. so right after the millennium, right after like the Backstreet Boys going came out with this. Their, their album. So the pick has a lot of famous voice actors and also famous actors in general in this one. Right. And one of these main characters has been uh, in multiple Disney movies. So the pick is 
Monsters yeah. Inc. Yeah, Monsters if, Inc. If in you didn't, if you didn't get Monsters Inc. here, I was going to get Monsters Inc. It's yeah, it has to be in the top five, you know, in the picks of this draft and that sort of thing. Like it's got to be there. Uh, John Goodman, Billy Crystal, Steve Buscemi. I mean, just absolute monsters. Randy Newman doing the music. You know when Randy Newman's on the on the keys oh, yeah. for a, a movie, it's going to be good. It's a it's a great one. It's a great one. That was a great impression of uh, a piano being played for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right. So yeah, I mean, I think honestly, Billy Crystal is so underrated when it comes to just comedy because. If you think about it, he was in other famous movies for Disney as well, um, and live action, animated, whatever it is. I just think that his humor is just so, it's, it's just so like kind of under the radar to the point where like you look at Monsters Inc., even Monsters University, another movie. Uh, I don't think either of us going to pick that one, but no. Monsters Inc. It, it's it's funny because like you know like you see him go like this like all the time, and it, you can see like Mike Wazowski's hand motions going along with Billy Crystal's voice, yeah. and that's the funny thing. And John Goodman, perfect voice for Sully, you know, subtle but you know, rockabye baby type, you know, like really nice. I like could soothe you to sleep, uh, <laughs> sure. you know, by re- reading you a story. Uh, I wonder if he has any kids that guy read stories to. Um, but anyway, so uh, besides <laughs> the point, but like John, I mean, the two famous guys. And like you said, some other guys, the keys guy, whoever the hell you're talking about, Randy Newman or something. Uh, and uh, <laughs> whoever the hell that guy is. I don't even know. I was joking. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, what a great movie, great storyline. Yeah. Boo. Hey, trivia question. Do you know what Boo's real name is? Boo Radley. I have no idea. I don't know. It's Mary. Oh, by that, the way. that is a good trivia question. I had it's a it's a li- it's a little tidbit that no one notices because when she's sitting there holding up uh, pictures of Randall right. to Sully, saying like "This is my monster," right on the bottom corner, oh, one of them it says, says Mary. Name. Yeah, that was so. Monsters Inc. is like the perfect at the especially at the time and even to this day where it was like. You got maybe little cousins or younger siblings yep. or something like that. It was a perfect movie where it's like, it's a rainy day. We can't go play outside. Throw on Monsters, Inc. And, you know, yeah, they're going to get <laughs> scared at some of the, you know, when the monsters are acting a little scary or something like that or like all that stuff. But in general, they're going to have a good time because you got crazy stuff happening left and right in that movie. And, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, like Billy Crystal and and Goodman being together in those roles was was fantastic. So no, that yeah, if you awesome. hadn't taken Monsters Inc., I was going to go there. So oh, he, money. here's where things get interesting. As we've gone through our first two picks, now we get to the kind of the middle back half of the draft. This is where I'm interested to see where where we both go here. So I already know where I'm going to go um, because I think okay. it would feel weird to let this drop below five because I feel like it is the OG of the OGs and that is the Lion King. I th- ah. I think I think there's just no way Man. there's no way it would have lasted past past where we are right now. 1994, uh, of course, some uh, all these have heavy hitters. Man, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Matthew Broderick, James Earl Jones, yeah, Jeremy Irons in this, Nathan Lane, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, uh, there there's so many incredible actors and actresses in this thing. But obviously, it's the OG. I mean, it, it's like. Yeah. If you think of when I think of like an old school animated movie, Lion King is always going to be the one that comes to top of mind. Uh, the music is absolutely unbelievable in this one. Um, you know, obviously the characters are great. The songs have lasted. I mean, this this came out. What did I say in the '80s or whatever it came out? Uh, no, it came. No, actually, the uh, Aladdin was '92. Lion King was '94. '94. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, we're almost we're almost at the 30 year anniversary of the Lion King. And like those songs still last to this day. I mean, people still yeah. sing some of those songs and, and joking around and stuff. Billy Crystal, uh, my man. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So you know, this is definitely a, a classic for me, and I feel like it would be uh, a shame if we let it go below five. So, well, the, f- the funny thing was, is you said that you were going to take Monsters Inc. next if I didn't take it. Right. Well, I was going to take Lion yeah. King uh, yeah. as well. So I was torn between Monsters Inc. and Lion King, but I kind of had to sway from my childhood and kind of go with. Uh, you know, a newer age film that's kind of, you know, anyways, besides the point. Yeah. Uh, so, my next pick, man. You know where you're going with this? See, I think the next pick that I think that I'm going to have, I don't think that you would take them, uh, just because I think it's going to be flying under the radar, and it might be my, you know, fifth overall. Okay. But I think this pick that I'm going to go with 
is more of a nostalgia reason. Also, with a great soundtrack. So the pick is in. All right. The pick Soundtracks is in. Soundtracks are, are key for these animated movies a lot of the time, for sure. Coming out in the year prior to my graduation from high school, okay. 2008, the movie is Mulan. Okay. Mulan. Great, great soundtrack. Heavy hitter, heavy hitter, Donny Osmond, money on the mic, as always. I think he's still singing in Vegas. Right, right. Uh, you know? I mean, you're looking at it, and Mulan is just, I mean, she sacrifices herself so her dad doesn't have to go to war with his gimp leg, and, you know, she goes and cuts her hair off and calls herself Ping, uh, you know, which is weird, <laughs> and, you know, you're looking at it, and she just goes there, and for some reason, no one realizes she's a woman. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. think it would have come up um, earlier, but hey, you know. But but literally the one of the best Disney songs ever to come yeah. out in history was uh I think it's Make a Man Out of yeah, You I think yeah. is that the title I, like, I don't know the exact like, title Let's of it Get down to business, to business. yeah it's a great one it's <laughs> yeah no the, the soundtrack's uh, killer because it's not yeah. even that just that one there's there's a couple songs I feel like that are uh real solid in this one yeah um Eddie Eddie Murphy. Uh, was yeah, uh, was yeah, was uh, Mushu, and I mean it's just the storyline in that. Uh, that also now I'm not going to oh, say that song that reflection. It, remember, like when will yep. my reflection? Oh my God, some of those songs right. are just killer. when will my reflection show? There he is. There he is. Who Star I am. That, that, wait, is that the right? Yeah, that's no, right yeah, song? yeah, you know that is that's the reflection song. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the biggest thing is, I mean, then she saves the emperor. Uh, yeah. you know, and uh, I don't know how someone survives an avalanche, but you know they did. Um, but uh, and, and I always, what you know, what tilted me is that, like they're like they're on they're on the mountain. They're like, let's go get them, like that that small guy. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden that little stump guy, and uh, they 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 say that, and they have like they're like get the rockets, and there's like seven people, <laughs> like for their army. It's like that's your reinforcement <laughs> yeah. with seven seven people. Like it just made no sense. Uh, but anyway, I, I just I love like some of, obviously you have some of those weird moments in those movies, but like just a storyline and I think honestly, and I'm not gonna try to act like I know this, but it, it kind of feels like to me now that I'm an adult and I actually have adult money and I can actually have adult brain for the most part, <laughs> for the most I, part. that I could. You think about it, and I don't know if that was like the entry gateway into ethnicities or uh, I think it, or different I think it's things up like there. that. I think it's up there. I think it's got to be. I mean. Because now you're looking at movies like, uh, you know, like Coco and Encanto and yeah, all these different yeah. movies that are dealing with different heritages. And I don't know what you no, want to call I, it. No, I, I fully think... agree. Like, that's not even, that's not a dumb take at all. I think you're completely right. right. I think Mulan was like a, a, an introduction. I mean, especially when it came out in 98, like that there wasn't really movies. 2008. 2008. No, no. Mulan didn't come out in 2008. Yeah, it did. No, there's no way. I looked it up. I'm lo- 1998. 19- Mulan, 1998. Well, I don't know the website you gave me. I clicked on the clicked on the movie. It said doesn't. I, I it didn't didn't sound right when it was coming. When it was maybe coming that to my was mind. the was other like, version of it or something. No, the other version came out like three You're years right. ago. I mean, I'm looking at the website I sent you. Mulan's not there in 2008. You're look. You know what you're probably looking at is it's number 208 on the list. No, it's not even that too. I don't know what I you don't know what at. it was. I saw it. But it was. I don't I was know what say, it was. I was like, man, 2008 seems a little early for or late for this. No, 1998 was Mulan. So that even more to what you had said. Like, yeah, there were not movies depicting like other cultures like this. So that that's no, that's right. that's a good point. Um, all right, so we are we are both three picks in. Uh, just to recap, Mike has Aladdin, Monsters Inc., and Mulan. I have Toy Story, Finding Nemo, and Lion King. My fourth pick here will be. I thought about this for a bit, um, and I'm I'm happy to take this. It's one of my it's 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 one of those movies that flies under the radar sometimes. I feel like, but I'm going to Bugs Life, 1998. Uh. Um, you have. You know, Kevin Spacey, obviously, yeah, not, not not a great name to have right now. <laughs> uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Hayden Pantieri, yep. Dennis Leary. Uh, you know, you had uh, another Randy Newman composed movie. Um, you had that weird... Randy. You had the weird um, feud where it was like A Bug's Life came out, and then that movie Ants came out Ants. at like, the same time with like the same <laughs> plot that, line. That wasn't that wasn't Disney, was it? Ants? No, Ants uh, was... I think it was created by like... Um, the I was trying to see right now, and I don't even see like who made a DreamWorks. 
So that was DreamWorks. Uh, Ants right. was, and that had like so Woody Allen and Sharon Stone and Sylvester Stallone and stuff. It, it's just kind of funny because they came out at the exact same time, pretty much. Um, but but A Bug's Life was definitely better. I I I get that it's not necessarily at the top of everybody's list, but I, I encourage you to go back and rewatch A Bug's Life. It's a lot better than you thought. Uh, the maybe like thinking back and that sort of thing, but it's 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 really solid, especially um, you know just like the bugs' perspective, of everything and the way the camera is and stuff. It, it's an interesting movie, and I'm happy to take it there in my fourth pick. I mean, a bug's life isn't bad. It's not a bad movie, but when it look when we look at a draft, I just think that there's. I mean, I don't even ha- I never even had it on my list of ten that I wrote down. Well, that's your mistake. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't know, man. A Bug's Life, I, I his a voice kind of. I don't know who it is. The voice of of, of Flick is, but it just kind of annoys me a little bit sometimes. Now that I'm getting older, and he's like Princess Ada, you know, it's like it's like okay, like well, you know, it's, okay. Ugh, it's just well, it's, yeah, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to come at Flick, all right? <laughs> what, 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 what? Yeah. Watch it be like some famous actor that I really like. Flick. Um, I, I was yeah, trying to. Flick. I was trying to. I mean, yeah, I, I remember the character. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. I, I don't know. I don't know who which one it. You know, and then I don't even know. I mean, I, I just. I, it's a good pick, but it's just like for me, it's it's hey, not my you style. Know, you gotta sometimes no. you gotta go. You gotta decide like, are you going with your heart? It's Dave Foley is flick. Um, you don't. Yeah, he's from uh, the kids in the hall. That's an improv thing. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, you have to go with your with your heart sometimes in these drafts, especially late. I love a Bug's Life. I'm going to Bug's Life. Okay, you love a bug's life, and, and I, I don't like ants either. Ants is a good. It's a. It's. I mean, a bug's life and ants are like kind of the same, but, but bug's life. Bug's is life better. is definitely but better. Bug's life is better. It's definitely better. So my pick is in, and man, problem is with this is my last five. I know which one I'm taking fifth. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Okay. I'm gonna kind of go a little newer and. Honestly, I think this movie is a little bit underrated, uh, but the comedic style in it, um, the uh, the story, some of the light humor. Sure. Uh, man, yeah. Do, do they have music in it? I don't. I don't know, man. Oh, you got to make a um, pick here. That you're standing at the right, podium oh, right now. Oh, okay, I'm at the podium. All right. So the pick is in, yeah. and the pick for my fourth pick is from 2010. And it is tangled. Oh, I'm gonna go wow, with tangled. This is... <laughs> you might have just lost the draft. Tangled. I mean, man, I, well, you made I was gonna go Bugs with life. You're coming in with tangled. <laughs> I was gonna go with something now, else. Now, tangled. It's... Okay. Uh, in all seriousness, tangled is is a good movie. I I've, I I do enjoy it. Mandy Moore, Zachary Levi. Um, you know, it's 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 solid. I mean, it's based on Rapunzel. That's kind of where it comes from. The humor is solid, but I mean. I'm just. I think you panicked here. I, I think this was a panic pick, and I, I'm worried for you that I think, I think you might have just lost yourself the draft. Well, <laughs> it, 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 honestly, because like I said, I have one that's my you know lightning in a bottle fifth pick, sure. but I, I was it's gonna it was coming down to between three movies, and I did panic a little bit, <laughs> um, but I, did, I didn't really have any explanation for the other three movies. I just like it. All right, hey, look, Tangled again, solid movie, solid cast. If we did a draft of our top 100 movies ever, uh, not not movies ever, animated movies ever, would it make the list? Sure. Maybe like around 74, 75. In this draft, you chose fourth. So, you know, <laughs> I, I think uh, we'll just move on. I don't think there's really much else to say about Tangled. I move, think, uh, moving on. I think you dug your own grave there. Uh, <laughs> who, who lost the draft, Tangled or Bugs Life? Oh, t- Bugs Life <laughs> crushes Tangled. Uh, my final pick here. Is honestly one of my favorite Disney movies. It's not a Pixar movie. It is a Disney movie. Came out in 1997. It is Hercules. Oh, what a nubs pick! Hercules, so nubs. Danny DeVito, James Woods, Rip Torn, Tate Donovan, classic cast. Her, it's it's a fantastic story. Obviously, you know, you gotta love Hercules. He wants to go up there and be with his father Zeus, but he's, you know, he's still part human, so he's got to prove himself. And there's some terrific songs in there. Danny DeVito absolutely crushes it. Uh, there's, there's, uh, it's, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Honestly, I'd put this up there against anything. 
Uh, you talk about Tangled being seventy fourth in a top one hundred I mean, animated movie. Come on, Hercules. Now. Her- no. Hercules. Hercules wasn't even in the top thirty on the sites that I looked at. Hercules is uh, a fantastic movie. Um, James Woods being the voice of Hades, so damn good in that one as well. That wasn't bad. Um, that wasn't bad. And uh, yeah, so I think I think this is a the pick that I think people under at home understand you know maybe they are a little bit higher class than my partner here i don't know <laughs> uh maybe they understand the true you know greek mythology of hercules but uh hercules is my fifth and final pick here <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad people who know greek mythology love hercules the yeah, movie there you go uh, <laughs> so that's my five let's let's go over to you here and then we'll wrap things up because uh, we got to get to your sul- sultan of seltzer reviews here that's right so uh i'm gonna wrap it up here folks so my Last pick and lightning in a bottle. I'm going old school, man. Okay. I'm going old school. 1961. Jesus. Okay. This was before my parents were even born. Right. 1961. The original 101 Dalmatians. 101 okay. Dalmatians. Great story about dogs. Who doesn't like a dog? I'm fine with this. Uh, thing. And honestly, when you're looking at it, they made a remake, okay, with Glenn Close. Uh, they also had House in they there. They also did the another plays- remake with, uh, uh, well, the one that Cruella movie. Remember with Emma Stone? They, they yeah, of, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So I mean, when well, when it was, the original was made in nineteen sixty one, and then ninety six <laughs> was the other one, the Glenn Close one, and then like yeah, 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 yeah. You got and, and and in the original or excuse me, the the live action one, you had whoever, whatever the guy that plays House, he was Hugh in Laurie. there. Yeah, yeah. Hugh Laurie, yeah, he was one of the bandits or whatever the hell they call. Right, him. I remember that. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, and but the original though, it's just you know I love the the narrator bit. So they have like a narrator like a oh, Perdita looking out over the garden. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like they sit there. It's just it's well, just. How do you soothing. remember the names of the of the the dogs? Perdita and Pongo. Pongo. Yeah. My favorite one is Roly. He loves to eat. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they have, I'm sure they have a lot of other ones. They have 101, for goodness sake. Uh, but it's like, literally, that one is just a lightning in the bottle because it's so, it's just like a, it's kind of like a date night type movie. Like, if it's on at the Alamo Theater and you're like, hey, let's go see a Disney movie yeah. at the Alamo, let's go out, get something to eat or whatever, then go to the Alamo, have a couple drinks, and just chill and watch a nostalgic movie. 101 Dalmatians is going to possibly win this draft. It's going it's it to bring, bring me back from Tangled. It, it definitely brings you back from Tangled, I, and I don't have anything to like make fun of you about it because I do think it's a classic. I think classic villain. We may do a villains draft at some point. Cruella Deville. Ooh, nice. Cruella nice, Deville nice. is got to be up there and some is one of the top villains for sure. Uh, she was scary as hell, man. Um, oh yeah. And uh, I think Cruella under underrated movie. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it with Emma Stone. Yeah. So, so that's 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 a solid pick there. That rounds out your five again, Mike's. Five picks here. He's got Aladdin, Monsters, Inc., Mulan, Tangled, and 101 Dalmatians. I went with Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Lion King, A Bug's Life, and Hercules. And again, with this draft, each of us in our top threes are real solid. That four and five, that's where we'll let the people decide. You'll be able to vote on Twitter <laughs> at the DC Crossover. Uh, throw your hair out the, the tower window because you're a big Tangled fan. Uh, okay. And uh, <laughs> Hey, so honorable mentions, though. I have sure. Wally yep. up. And the Incredibles, all solid, all solid. Yeah, I we picked everybody on my board, um, so I don't even have anybody really left. Uh, oh, you went with Tangled? No, well, yeah, not Tangled. Tangled was certainly not on my board, but everybody else was. <laughs> um, heck, I even thought Brave was better than Tangled. Uh, I didn't even see Brave. Uh, I don't like her. I don't like her hair. I don't like her look. Okay, all right. Inside Out, low key, great movie too. Not not in this realm, but still like pretty solid. Cars, another possible. Um, you know, and then they just don't. As much as I know, people love like Luca and Frozen and Soul and all that stuff. Nothing yeah. really stands up to some of those Pixar. That that run of Pixar movies is unbelievable to think when you oh, think yeah. about it. So like a fifteen year run. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into before we do our final lap. It is time for the Sultan to appear. Speaking of Aladdin. We do, of course. I don't have again. Oops. There's a. Uh, oh, there's John. John. <laughs> That's the theme song for the segment right there. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I, I uh, since I've been sick all week, I didn't have a chance to put uh, together any music for the Sultan here. Um, but it is his time to give his uh, Sultan of Seltzer reviews, as the uh, Sultan has 
rated a couple uh, couple seltzers so far. He did Three Birds Hard Seltzer Mango Lemonade. That was a 7.6 out of 10. The Smirnoff Pink Lemonade, 7.4 out of 10. And now today, Sultan, what do we have in store for the people? So, the Sultan, uh, and By the way, if wrong. you are watching, uh, you should watch on YouTube if you aren't right now because Mike is wearing his Sultan hat, or uh, I'm sure you'll see this on the, uh, on the uh, I almost said the contender, on uh, TikTok, DC Crossover yeah. Podcast. Yes, so last week I said I needed a hat, and to be non-offensive, I went with one of my number one picks, Aladdin. Yeah, it, it uh, makes sense. It, it wouldn't if I had chosen Aladdin. This this whole bit wouldn't have worked. So you chose yeah, Aladdin it in the worked. draft. You got it. Thank God. Thank God for Jafar, uh, another villain. Uh, mark it up. So the first uh, review with the official Sultan hat. Uh, maybe next week when we have the official Sultan music with the right. Sultan hat. Maybe that'll be the uh, really first one official. So the uh, the truly that I bought. It's a truly brand. Obviously, a lot of these brands are now coming out with so many different varieties of their seltzers. This one is a poolside pack, Ooh, limited edition. I like that. So, so there are four different poolsides. Uh, a lot of words in this title. So this one is the Truly Kiwi Mojito Style. Interesting. I've not had this. I've definitely not had this. Truly Let's Kiwi Mojito Style. The Sultan is now taking a look at the can he is now drinking the can again he rates on things like appeal taste and then he rates overall uh let me see the can in the camera for a second here okay so you got the kiwi there i see that at the top um okay it's truly always makes a solid looking can for sure the poolside pack is always nice because i say always i've only had it once uh it's 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 nice because the box is this color it's like a light baby blue kind of cool box and it has like tropical things i always like the truly it. boxes because you got like the red box for the punch pack you got the black yep. box for the lemonade packs snowflakes for the, the holidays yeah 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 whatever so this one's the kiwi mojito style so let me know when I'm you're gonna... close to giving your grade because i have to do the drum. oh yeah i got okay. you so the appeal is it's pretty nice. I mean, truly, always Solid. like you said, has a nice can. The lemonades are black cans, mm-hmm. and they, they're they're powerful because the uh, they're the best. This one's more of like a hey, I'm on my pool float. Yeah, you look you uh, look like a like a young uh, mom that you know she just wants to get away uh, from the family a bit. She's floating around in one, in, in the yep. in the local pool and yep. you know s- sipping on her truly uh, kiwi mojito style. Right, right. So the can is definitely really nice. The taste, let me do one more yeah, sip. Yeah, do another sip here. Sultan's taking his second sip. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, that actually is pretty good. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, the Sultan is a little uh, taken aback by the taste. You could say, yeah, he's he's, he's getting, uh, looks, looks pretty thrilled. Oh. That one was. <laughs> that one wasn't. The that whole great. crowd went. Oh, <laughs> he made a face there that did not did not bode well for truly kiwi mojito. Hold on, I gotta take another right, one. One more. This is getting a little. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. You gonna drink the whole <laughs> can? All right. <laughs> I usually do. Everything will taste good after a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. All right so I have the, the official rate overall for the truly kiwi mojito style poolside pack. Limited edition, all in one breath. It is a 6.9. from the Sultan. Not great, not great, not bad. It was a great first couple sips, but then after you get it, you I feel like I'm drinking like some medicine kind of taste. Ooh, that's taste. not good. Um, that is aftertaste. not good. It was like at first it was going to be like an eight one. I was like, man, it's actually really good. And then it went down Ooh. a whole point because it was like weird after. That's the lowest score the Sultan has rated one of these seltzers at this point, six point nine. Uh, yeah. So right now it's it's good. it's, it's, it's been getting okay. You got to stop because you're, you're just gonna <laughs> you're just gonna throw up. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big kiwi guy in anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a big mojito guy either. So like, I just don't. I don't. I think I'd probably be around where you are with your score. My guess is somewhere in the sixes. Um, so right, right now, three birds hard, hard seltzer mango. Jesus, three birds hard seltzer mango lemonade. The leader in the clubhouse at seven point six out of ten. That is your Sultan of Seltzer 
review. Let's hit up the final lap. Chance to give some quick analysis on some big stories in sports. I would like you to keep the hat on, by the way. Uh, 90 I, I was going to ask that. Here we go. <laughs> Colorado. The Avalanche sweep the Oilers in the Western Final. Mike, sweep at this stage of the playoffs. Don't see that happen too much. It's kind of unbelievable how the last two rounds have uh, played out because of the sole fact that there's been sweeps, there's been blowouts. I mean, I mean, two of their games out of the four, they scored like over double-digit goals. It was crazy. Uh, the Rams make Aaron Donald the highest-paid non-QB in the NFL. Now, I don't know if you want to pay a guy like that who pays that position that much money, but at the same time, he's producing every single year, so it's not like his production is going to downfall because he's making more money Came now. up big in the Super Bowl. The Bruins right. fire their head coach. A lot of head coaches are getting fired nowadays, especially in baseball, hockey, yeah. what, whatever you want to say. A lot of head coaches are getting fired. The Bruins, tasty job, tasty job. I wonder who they're going to pick up, one of those vets. May hey, maybe our friend from New York. Barry Trotz. Trotz. Uh, Joe Madden fired today as well, as you mentioned, the MLB. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see where he ends up. The Warriors, even up the NBA Finals, kind of a weird finals. You had, you know, game one kind of go one way, lopsided towards the end. You had game two. Obviously, the Warriors exploded uh, in, in, in the late, uh, you know, in, in the fourth quarter, third quarter in that one. Uh, where do you think game three goes at this point, Mike? I mean, it, there's no team has really shown that, an advantage yet. Well, it's also kind of crazy because they're traveling between both cities. I mean, yeah. you couldn't get two farther cities than Boston, Massachusetts, and I don't know, San Francisco, I guess. Uh, consider that. Uh, not Golden State, California. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I think that's a big factor as well. Um, but you're looking at this series, and it's it's kind of two different styles of play. I mean, you've got a lot of great shooters uh, for – the, uh, the Warriors and the Celtics play some pretty good defense uh, for the most part, and they, they like low-scoring games. So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to end up, but uh, it would be nice to see Steph win one because I'm not a big Celtics guy. If the Warriors win game three, they win the whole series for sure. That is without a doubt. Uh, we'll do a quick little round of trivia here. It is uh, a segment we do every week where we give our – I like this jewel. Yeah, that's like uh, that's a lot of power in that jewel. I think, like if I stare at it too long, I'm gonna turn to stone or something. Um, <laughs> okay, Medusa. <laughs> I'm going to give you a trivia question. This is a Detroit sports trivia question. Mike gives me a DC sports trivia question. Uh, I'm gonna edit this question a bit to not make it so easy. Um, okay, uh, what linebacker who earned multiple Super Bowl rings with his new team? After the Lions traded him in 2016. Lions trade a linebacker in 2016. He wins multiple rings. Who is that linebacker? I don't want to give away the team. I don't want to give how many rings and that sort of thing because I just think it would be too easy. So you're saying 2017 2000 to 2022 yes. or 2021. Yeah. Yep. Um, multiple Super Bowl wins. It was a linebacker. He was traded from Detroit to this new team. So the question is the uh, the uh, the player, right? The player, yeah, yeah. I know this. Very well-known, well-known guy. Well, I'm trying to think of the team that won multiple Super Bowls in that time frame. Um, not the Bucks, not the Rams, not the – I don't think the Patriots won multiple in those – Tell me the team. The Patriots. Okay. Uh, that, was, that was the only guess I was going to have for yeah, multiple. Yeah, yeah. Man. I want to say Dante. Dante Is it Dante or Dante? I know who you're talking Dante? about. That's not who it is. No. Jeez um, Louise. For three. A, it's a three name name. <laughs> like, it, like the. His, I know. I, yeah. I, like Benjamin St. Juice. Yeah, exactly. It's not Benjamin Chase. No, Jesus, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's who it is, actually. There you go. I, 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 if you, when you tell me, I'm going to know it. Kyle Van Noy. Noy. Yes. One, two. Jeez, I didn't, I didn't know he was with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. That's a great trade, wasn't it? Trade him to the Patriots. He wins <laughs> yeah. two of the next three Super Bowls. Great for him. Uh, what do you got for DC trivia here, Mike? For me to get so right. So the. <laughs> yeah, right. So the DC sports trivia question of the week. 
After agreeing to a five-year deal in 2002, how many seasons did Steve Spurrier serve as the Redskins head coach before resigning his post? This is going to be a complete guess for me here. Think of how many coaches they've had since yeah, 2002. Last 20 a zillion. years. Um, horny for Zorny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? I, was, I do. Because that was when I was, was, was I in high school or middle school for Zorn? I feel like I might have been in middle school. I remember I got one of those shirts. And then like I worked <laughs> to school and the teachers were like, don't ever wear that shirt again. Don't <laughs> ever wear horny that. horny on it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm horny for Zorny. What do you want me to say? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say he lasted three. Two years, oh, only two. Only two. Only two. Close, close, but no cigar. Career. All right. Uh, and to end today's episode, we'll throw out our moneyline picks. Uh, I'm catching up to Mike now. I mean, again, keep in mind, we've both been terrible this round, but yeah. uh, I am now one point behind Mike. Uh, so I'm hopefully I can overtake him this week. We'll see. My lock of the week will be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Minus one and a half against the Rangers here. And then my dog. I just think when you've got some of the best shooters on the planet, I'm going to choose you, even if you're a dog in the NBA Finals. Warriors plus three and a half versus Boston. Those are my picks of the week here on the Money Line. I, I choose you, Pikachu. So Mike's Pokemon picks drafts. of the week. Pokemon draft yeah. could get interesting. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad one. I only know maybe, maybe 10. Uh, but actually, I actually know more than that. I yeah, should, actually, you, you, honestly, you know a decent amount. I mean, yeah, I, I think we would, and I, I, I definitely know a, a decent amount. I mean, we stick with the original 150. Yeah, 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 the original. I'm not going to go with the you know, thousandth Pokemon. Right. Um, by the way, there's a funny story real quick. I actually was walking out of school the other day, and I had one of my students uh, that was sitting there trading Pokemon cards. And I said, hey, I'll trade you a, Char- a Charizard for a, a Snorlax. And, and the kid was like, wait, you really got one? And I was like, I was like, and I opened my pockets up out of my basketball shorts. I was like, ah, not today. <laughs> he, he, he was trying to tell me when to bring it. And I was like, ah, I'm, just, I'm just joking. There. I'm just I'm joking. Uh, all right. So here are my picks of the week uh, for the Sultan. Uh, lock Dodgers money line at San Fran on Friday. Um, Walker Bueller's pitching against Logan Webb. Going to be a great low scoring game. Possibly. We'll see. Uh, both ERAs are practically the same as of this point, but I'm just going to go with the, with the Dodgers. I love my boy, my boy, Trey Turner. I'm going to go with him. Maybe he'll steal a base or two this game. Who knows out there in McCovey Cove, baby. My dog, Tampa Bay, plus 145 money line in game five. Obviously, game four is tonight as we record this on Tuesday, an off night for us. Uh, but on game five, I'm going with Tampa Bay because who knows what this next game is going to be. Maybe the Rangers win, and then obviously the Tampa Bay Lightning are on the ropes. But I think either way, I think uh, they can have this game. I think they're a heavy underdog. That's, that's some pretty good plus money for a Tampa Bay team. It's still a good team. Uh, Vasilevsky's, I think he's just given up way too many goals, and he's definitely going to possibly come back and try to try to try to get this series back in Tampa Bay's favor. So Tampa Bay plus 145 money line as of right now in game number cinco. Those are our picks. Again, bet responsibly. And hope you enjoyed another episode of the offseason here, the DC crossover. Again, Bringing you some non-sports content, of course, as you enjoy your summer. The school year is almost done. Final week of the school year here locally. And uh, then it's going to be a nice summertime extravaganza here on the show. Uh, Again, follow the Twitter at the DC Crossover. Tomorrow we'll be putting up the graphic uh, for your votes. And you'll have have multiple days to to get your votes in uh, for your favorite draft either mike or my team for the disney pixar draft uh follow the tiktok i'll even put it on the tiktok by the way i'll put it on the tiktok put too. it on the tiktok again that is uh dc crossover podcast on tiktok follow mike on twitter as well at sarone 16 uh subscribe to the show rate and review all that good stuff we always say and uh besides that everybody we will see you next week this has been another episode of the dc crossover the sultan of <laughs>